It's no secret that real estate is one of the best investment vehicles out there, but how can we determine which strategies will best align with our financial ambitions? Well, you've come to the right spot. Whether you're an active real estate entrepreneur, a passive investor, or looking to get into real estate investing, our goal is to provide investors with the insights and strategies for building our portfolios all while protecting our capital. I'm Daniel Nichols, and this is the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing Podcast. Hey guys, if you haven't checked out our Passive Investors Handbook, I would definitely suggest that you start there. This is a great primer for those looking to jump into passive real estate investing. I know you're going to get a lot out of it. It's 15 pages and takes about 20 minutes to get through, and you can find it on our website or just go to upstreaminvestor.com forward slash handbook. So go check that out and enjoy. All right, let's get into the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Daniel Nichols, accompanied by our guest for the week, Bennett Schwartz. And today we are the two smart assets. For those not yet familiar with Bennett, he is a high-performance coach guiding his clients to reach real results by getting clarity on their vision, strategy, and mindset. And in doing so, Bennett helps people live their best possible lives. And not only that, he's an experienced real estate investor and ties this into his coaching, which is absolutely perfect for us to hear two smart assets. Bennett, my man, it is great to see you. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, and uh, I'm looking forward to try to add some value, at least to your uh, your listeners. Oh man, I, I'm I'm fully confident you're going to add plenty of value in this conversation today. We're going to be talking about coaching and all that good stuff. So there's a lot of good stuff there. But before we dive uh, into all that good stuff, let's start with finding out more about you, your background, and how you got to where you are today uh, in your career. Yeah, sure. So uh, currently, I am a real estate investor, and I'm also a executive and uh, performance coach. So. Being that real estate investors, there's a lot of flexibility and there's, you know, I guess the, one of the beauties about real estate is not just the financial aspect of it, but it's the the fact that you can actually scale it to a way that you can actually sort of not be involved in day to day. So um, I, I started my real estate journey five years ago um, and I've been in education for the last 11 years. So real estate was really one of those things I was trying to supplement my W-2 with uh, with with my education, which many people start off with. And then, uh, you know, I, I found out about I, I hired my own two coaches and then I'm like, oh, I can actually do this coaching thing. So I trans- transitioned into coaching myself. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I love that you, you know, you're an educator and then you found your way into coaching. Right. And obviously the real estate thing is absolutely crucial, right? Because we love real estate investing on the show. But the fact that you're an educator and now that you're a coach, I think is so important. So we definitely want to dive into coaching because I think, you know, as real estate investors, most, some people don't think like, oh, I need a coach. But the truth is, I think many people need coaches for a lot of things, right? And I I know as a real estate investor myself, coaching has helped me tremendously. So before we dive into your experience as a coach, though, I want to talk about um, finding a coach and maybe hear about your experience with that. So for me personally, I know getting to the point where I decided that I was actually going to get a coach, it was, it wasn't easy, right? I kind of had to, right. you know, cross some hurdles and all that stuff. And then actually finding the right coach was almost done by like trial and error. Cause I wasn't very good right. at it at first, right? It was kind of had to work through that process. Right. So, in, so in your experience, how did you know that it was time for you to get a coach? And then what was most important, um, when looking for that coach and, and maybe not just a coach, but the right coach, you know? Right. No, for sure. So the, I guess my, my coaching journey started while I was uh, already started my real estate journey. So mm-hmm. um, I I always knew that I, I was capable of more and doing more. And my whole life, I was always surrounded by people who were like, no, like you're, you're, you're shooting too high. Like, no, go slow down a little bit. And, and I never really thought of, having or this idea of a coach where like, no, they're actually going to push you to do more and to really spread you as much as you can really go and actually challenge you on your goals. And it's not just what you're saying, but really, you know, getting to the core 
value of like, what is it that you're actually trying to do? And when I heard about this, I actually heard about it on uh, Bigger Pockets, which I'm mm-hmm. sure many of your uh, uh, listeners listen to, um, you know, talking about Jason Dries and Brandon Turner and like he had his coach and his whole mindset. So I actually reached out to Jason um, first. That was like my first stop because I'm like, this is, that sounds amazing. Like Brandon's <laughs> doing it. I go like, I'm a real estate guy. Like this is amazing. Um, and then I, I got really scared just because like it was a little pricey for me. And like, I was just starting out and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, is it actually like, is it true? Does it actually help? And, uh, I, I've heard the therapy thing before. Is it like therapy? Is it like consulting? Like, what is it? You know, I, there weren't really, it wasn't anybody really in my circle who's actually getting coached yet. Um, so I didn't really know what to do. Um, I started like flirting with it a little bit. I found one coach who was happily very cheap. Um, and he was cheap for a reason. Uh, (laughs) he, he was very, he, I think he was, he was very good at like listening and hearing me out, but just for pushing me to what I wanted to be, where I wanted to be, he wasn't necessarily doing the same thing. Um, and then there was like one day I'm like, okay, like I, I need to go all in on this coaching thing. I called back Jason and, um, he actually grew too big. So I wasn't able to hire Jason, but I hired one of his coaches that work underneath him. Um, and I've actually been with him for over a year now. So, um, that was like really beneficial to, to me personally. And, uh, just, everything, not just like my, my real estate, but just my whole life and mindset and everything has really shifted. Um, and it's been really something, uh, really, really amazing. So I have a question. So, you know, you said you found some coaches, right? One was fantastic, you know, really expensive. Another one was so cheap. How did you know, uh, or did you in your mind during that process, how did you know that was the right coach for you? You know, I mean, what does that look right. like? Cause I think a lot of people, like you said, they'll go they're like, okay, this price tag is way too high. I'm going to go cheaper. And it turns right. out that that coach was not right for them. So how did you know right. that maybe moving on to something else was right for you? And that was the right coach. Yeah. So I, I would say the first thing is seeing what the coach is, I guess, philosophy is. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are many different philosophies out there. So um, I, I'm very into mindset. I'm a big believer in mindset. I think mindset is just as important, maybe even more important than the actual skills that somebody needs to be doing, whatever it is that they want to be doing. Um, and my first coach, he was in the business sector for 30, 40 years, and he had great experience. And I think he would have been a great a, a great consultant. And we can go into the difference between like a consultant and a, and a coach. Um, but for where I was just starting out, like in my real estate journey, or you know, even have some experience, he wasn't necessarily there and then also just like the personality like he was an older gentleman he wasn't necessarily going to be like pushing me and firing me up and um not that it's all about the motivation but you know there's a lot of like you know when i'm not doing my homework like who's going to kick me in the butt to make sure that i do it so um when i was able to find my second coach joe um he really was this like the light underneath me and like he it's all love i know and like he he pushes me and he he challenges me to be the best version of myself well, challenge that that challenge is amazing, right? That accountability. I think that's one yeah. of the most important things when when you're having a coach. You want somebody to hold you accountable and kind of you know light that fire underneath you because otherwise, say if you break a promise to yourself, well then you build this habit. You're breaking promises to yourself. Right. You need somebody to follow up with you and and kind of like you said, kick you in the butt. So I love that. So I want to talk about your coaching for a little bit. Let's dive into the sure. structure and uh, structure of your coaching, in particular your coaching. What does your framework look like, and what are the focus points that you that you kind of guideline or guide your clients to to follow along um, and then ultimately uh, achieve their goals. Yeah, sure. So the first thing is really just getting clear on our goals. So many people don't have um, their goals, you know, out there. Um, I, I think I, I read a quote, maybe it was today, even about Albert Einstein. He said, if you can't explain your goal to a six-year-old and a six-year-old can't explain it to another six-year-old, then like you're not clear on your goals. Like you have to get so clear and crystal on your goals that you really need to be able to know what you're going for. Like if I, you know, if I told you like, oh, let's meet in LA, 
like that's nice but like if i don't tell you the address or where we're actually going like we'll both get la and like we're not going to know where we're going so getting really clear on is really something that's important and i remember even i had one my, one of my first clients he uh he ended up having this goal of, of owning real estate and he had a number in mind and it was and i challenged him on it like is that all that you wanted and he was like no like maybe a little bit more i'm like yes, let's, let's let's push ourselves and let's do more because like if you that's your goal then that's your goal and then when we push it more it was like why do you even want to own this much real estate is oh because i want to make x amount of, of dollars i'm like so if you let's say you want to own 25 million dollars of real estate and you wanted to bring in let's say three hundred thousand dollars of cash flow a year if you found a 10 million dollar property that was bringing three hundred thousand dollars in cash flow like would that work like, I guess so. I'm like, so the, the goal isn't necessarily the $25 million in real estate or assets owned. And maybe that's a different goal. Sure. But your goal is for the cash flow right now. So we have to figure out how can we make $300,000 in cash flow. And that's really getting clear on that is the first aspect of definitely um, starting. And then it's, you know, reverse engineering it and like working backwards and seeing how we could do and what are the next steps. So many people get so stuck on three or four or five steps down the, the down the line that, they don't realize that the, 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 we'll worry about that when that comes and you're not going to, when it comes, like I'm sure you'll have, you'll have an answer then. And it's really working with them. What are the next steps we need to do? And like a lot of my you know clients, it's okay. These are a goal we want to own. Like, the, and we break it down. It comes back to, okay, who are the three brokers I'm reaching out to this week? And that's like his homework. You know what I'm saying? Right. And once we have that, and if you do that and you follow the plan, like you're going to get the results because at the end of the day, everything is doable. I just need to be able to be making those steps forward every single day. Yeah, I think I think getting clarity on the actual goal is not as easy as some people might think it is, right? I think it's yeah. where a lot of people kind of skip deep diving into it because they're like, they're like, man, I kind of have an idea. I'm just going to run with this. Let's go. But right. you might not have uh, that clarity that you really need, especially when times get tough, right? And I think that right. that dives into something else that we that I'm sure you focus on too, which is mindset. Which for me personally, at the start, heard so much about, hey man, you got to focus on your mindset. Right. Especially when I got in my real estate investing career, you got to you got to focus on your mindset and all this stuff. And I was like, ah, okay, whatever. I'll just I'll I'll figure that out on my way. And I got to be honest, with you man, I still struggle with mindset right. to this day. It's something I still have to work on. So is that, is that is that like another pillar of kind of your coaching is mindset? Yeah. So that's actually. Um... What, when people say like, how are you unique in your, in my, in my coaching? That's one of the aspects. It's because I work mm -hmm. on the actual strategic aspect of building a business. And then I also work on the mindset and there are many tools and stuff like that, that I, that I do work on. And I was actually talking to somebody today who is actually telling me how, um, there's this idea of like a limiting mindset and, uh, an abundant mindset of, you know, what, what, what are we, you know, how, how are we thinking the opportunities that we have are? And I, I, I posted today on LinkedIn how, um, so many times we wait for people. And we're just waiting for people and and we don't realize that just like that person that we're waiting for was an is an opportunity which might be a great opportunity but there are other opportunities out there and if we think that this one person is the only opportunity we have we're limiting our mindset mm. so and i was talking to the, the, the one of my clients and we were talking about how like if you only think about this one person as your opportunity like you're missing out on so many and not just that, you're wasting out so much time because you're waiting and waiting. And maybe for you, it's, it's, you need to get it done. But for the other person, they're like, oh, I mean, like, take my time. And like, you're trying to like, you don't want to sound needy, but like you need them. So what do you do? And it's like, that's just a mindset. And if you realize like, no, if they say no, I'll figure out a different way. That's huge. And it just frees you out so much because you're able to just accept and like have so much more going on for you. I think I think mindset is very interesting, right? Because you bring up a lot of good points there. And I think mindset is so interesting because 
it's like uh, at times it's almost like willpower, right? It's like a, it's like a muscle, right? It'll kind of just run out after a while. You can't just have, right. a, you know, unlimited willpower. So it's like this mindset, like I have this positive mindset, um, but it only lasts so long. Something will derail that. Right. And so it's like right. one of those things, what I appreciate about coaching, which I'm sure you do in your coaching as well, is like being able to come back to you and be like, Hey man, this is this. And then you kind of recenter yeah. me. Right. So I think that's, that is huge. If somebody's struggling, struggling with mindset, having a coach, someone like you, Bennett is the app, a great way to recenter and get, you know, back into position to where your mindset is healthy, positive and going in the right direction. So, uh, um, I think it's, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. And we're all human and it happens to all of sure. us. And, having that reminder and myself too. I, I need the reminders also like, well, I'm starting to freak out about something and it's like, just putting me back into the present moment. Like what is going on? Is it really an issue? And maybe it is, but maybe it's not. Most times it's not an issue and really just having that. And then also like working with my clients, clients, something that I like doing before, like the, the first, you know, 10 minutes of a call is making sure we're doing the things that we can control because I believe we're all using the, the techniques of mindset or the in regardless. And we have to realize that, we're either proactively using them or we're just reacting to it. So if we're not like proactively doing, you know, the affirmations or the manifestations, whatever we are manifesting and, and affirming to ourselves, like that stuff is going to happen. You know, I was talking to one client of mine and he was saying how he wants to be successful in the next five years. He has a whole plan, a business plan and everything that I'm like, okay, great. Like, do you believe that you'll be successful? And he paused and he was like, no, I, I don't like, I want it, but I don't believe I'm going to be. And I said, you're not going to be with that mindset because you're going to have the best opportunities come your way. People can literally hold your hand and bring you across the finish line, but you will self sabotage your, yourself no matter what, because your mindset is, I can't be successful. So the first thing we need to work on is, am I even able to be successful? Like, do I believe in myself that I can actually do that? And if you don't, it's scary, but like, most of the times it's not going to happen. And we're, we're, we're the ones to blame because we're the ones we're going to be making ourselves not successful. You're absolutely right. And I got to be honest with you, Ben, this happened to me just last week. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody and then we were going through a process, something like this and asked me, Hey, do you, you think you're going to get this done? Cause we set a pretty audacious goal, right? It was, it was right. a big one. And I was like, Nope. I mean, just rough flat out. I was like, right. I don't, I don't believe it. You know, it, it just seemed like it was too high of a goal. And he's basically said the same thing you did. He's like, listen, man, you got to get your mindset right. And it was just a, I was just having a day, right? It was just right. one of those things. Yeah. So I think, I think that you're absolutely right. And uh, having somebody in your corner to kind of keep you corralled, I think is, man, it's, it's so beneficial, right? I mean, you've yeah. experienced it. I've experienced it. It's just one of those things. So I kind of want to keep this uh, topic of mindset kind of going here just for, sure. if, if, for a little bit. So something I found is that, you know, when I've looked back on some of, um, the coaching experience that I've received, right? Um, I noticed that maybe sometimes it depends on the situation, but maybe I didn't get as much out of it as I should have, but that was solely because I wasn't super focused at the time, or I just didn't put in the effort that was required to maximize the potential results, right? So it was all on me when I look back, look at man, like right. that was all on me. I just wasn't in the right the right mind frame or whatever, right? I wasn't present right. enough. I wasn't focused enough. So I'm curious, have you experienced this yourself or maybe you have seen some of your clients in a similar situation? Yeah. So I mean, the, the number one thing with coaching is that nobody needs a coach. You know, I, I like, and as a coach, I said that nobody needs a coach. People want coaches because they want to have that accountability. They want to have that person in their corner. You know, I heard a, a cool example, like uh, hiring a coach is like hiring like a, a partner in your business, but they don't own any equity in your business. <laughs> so like, like you can have that and you can have that person who's really 
coming out from the outside and really just having, you know, their insights into what's going on, because sometimes we're so focused on what's going on. And yes, sometimes it's the coach's responsibility just to maybe explain something better or maybe to get more fired up and to bring the energy because it's a lot of it. It's like the transference of energy between sure. the, the coach and the client. But on the other hand, there's an, another example of like what a coach is supposed to do. I was speaking to somebody today about this and a coach is like somebody who's sitting in the passenger seat and you're driving the car and there's no, there's no mirrors on the side or you can, you know, rear, rear view mirror. And all you're doing is you decide how fast and slow you want to go and where you want to turn. My job is to help guide you. Mm. Right. So yeah. if you want to take it slow, like that's on you. If you want to jump all in, like, let, let's go, you know, but it's really dependent on the client because they have to know. And it's the coach's job to know when, okay, we feel a little faster now. Let's push a little bit and let's you know the things that you're nervous about and not really like real, you know, but it's really on the client to see, okay, how much do I really want this? And I think when I first hired my first coach, I was like, okay, like I need to go, I need to jump in and, and do it. I think having that mindset while you enter, you know, going into coaching, I think is so important. And then being able to maintain that same drive and that same momentum as you go through the coaching is also very important. And, you know, like you said before, having that accountability is massive. Yeah. And so uh, I think that's one of those things you got to get. And if you're looking for a coach, it depends. I mean, everybody's different, right? But I know for me, like I want accountability in a coach. I want right. to be held accountable. I want somebody to, you know, like you said, light that fire. And I, you know, yell at me. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Do something. I want, I want to hear right. about it if I don't, if I don't achieve something. So, um, I absolutely love that. So I do have a question. So, you know, you have a lot of clients, you've, you've been, um, you know, a client yourself, you've received coaching, but you've seen a lot of people be coached. You're coached a lot of people. What do you see is the biggest thing that's holding people back from being, you know, a high performer and like achieving maximum results? I would say themselves. Dude, I think we're all, I think we're all capable of doing more. Even like high achievers are would they would say like I could be doing more and like you're like but you're doing so much already and it's like no because on their level they think they could be doing more and I think we hold ourselves back so much um, and uh, I was gonna discuss it a little later I'm coming out with a book hopefully the next month or so and the premise of the book is uh, like it, there's a character Dave and his whole um, thing is that like he feels so lost because he's no he knows he's so much he's capable of so much more and he just feels so stuck. And he's and it's the process of him getting unstuck and going through the mindset shifts and pushing himself and all this stuff. And we end up holding ourselves back. People like to blame other things, like you could blame anything, you know, they could blame the weather. But if you don't change, then nothing is going to change. And it's all on us to to make that happen. You're absolutely right. And yeah, I've been guilty of this so many times, right? And this still happens to me to this day. It's one of those things. It's like, man, I, I'm my own worst enemy sometimes. Yeah. And it's just like, I got, I have to get out of my own way, but it takes somebody else. Sometimes it takes somebody else to tell you that, right. Just to, yeah. just so you can hear it from somebody else. So I think that's extremely important. And I want to dive into your book, but I have one more question before we do that, man. So, sure. uh, you know, I think for, for most of us, uh, you know, who are driven one way or another, we want to, we want to be high performers. It's just one of those things. We want right. to be high performers. And while I do think someone's background, um, it plays a role in their success. But I also, sure. I, I firmly believe that with enough direction and action or coaching or whatever, uh, almost anyone can be a high performer, right? I mean, if, you, if right. you really go after it, you can be a high performer. And But on top of that, one thing I've learned is that over time, many very successful people, especially in real estate, right? They're not inventing anything new. They're just finding you know, a niche and then they're finding somebody who's done it and right. just modeling what they've done, right? So for those of us who are striving to get to, to that next level, 
what are some common traits that you found in high performers? Um, you know, what are some um, common traits that they have that we might be able to take and basically, you know, pull and like, here, let me build the skill and put it in my own life. Right. No, for sure. And it's interesting you say that because I think there, um, there's so many people who, uh, who want to be doing more and they, they just don't, they're just missing something. And yeah. I, I think, I think some of the, I would say some of the things that just pop up in on my, on my mind are um, number one is just being organized. You know, I was, I was saying that you think of an example of like say a bookshelf, right? You see my books in my back, right? Yeah. If they were all not in line, so I can't fit as many books in my bookshelf, you know, but if they're all stacked straight up and if I'm more organized then I can fit more in my day, if I'm more organized with what's going on and really looking to scale and look, put, look, put, looking to push ourselves, but in a smart way. And if you could continue growing, especially in real estate where it's so scalable, as long as you're doing it smart and you're not over leveraging yourself. And that's why in 2008, everyone got rocked because everyone just over leveraged themselves. Um, I'm a big believer, even in, during this market where, we're, you know, in a recession coming into risk or whatever it is, like continue to buy, just don't over leverage yourself. And if, as long as you don't over leverage yourself, it's a numbers game. So as long as you're doing that, I think those are like some of the, the biggest things. And then having an accountability partner, what, partner, whether it's a coach or whether it's a friend, a partner, a spouse, whatever it is, but having that person who's making sure that you're doing whatever it is that you need to be doing every single day. Man, I love it. That's those are super important, uh, you know, to have in your life. And I, I got to tell you, just going on the accountability partner. I know that when I was, uh, you know, beginning in real estate investing, not I didn't have an accountability partner, nobody, right? It was just me. I was just right. a lone lone wolf out there doing it. And uh, and then eventually, you know, got some coaching, accountability partner, all that. And that account, just having the accountability partner, game changer, man. It's something that yeah. I would I would suggest for anybody who's really trying to achieve anything, right? Have an accountability right. partner. It could be a friend. Could be a parent could be a spouse, whatever. Uh, I personally like to have a third party, you know, somebody who's right. not a friend or uh, whatever, but I think that's, that's absolutely huge, man. Um, but anyways, man, this has been fantastic. Uh, you know, I want to be respectful of your time before we get out here though. Tell us more about your book, man. I want to hear more about that and anything else you have going on. Yeah, sure. So um, I, I'm in the middle of writing this book. It's called Lost Then Found. That's the name of the book. Um, and uh, I've been working on it. It's been a collection of ideas and things that I've been using personally that really helped me get into work on myself and my personal own personal development, which has really helped me in my business and my relationships and just my own self, you know, self-worth and self-esteem and stuff like that. So it's something that I personally believe in. It's tools that I've used. Um, and I, I figured, you know, let, let me put it in a book and let me see if I can help some people. That is awesome, man. So what can we expect to see that? I'm I'm pumped. I need to check that out. Yeah, hopefully uh, beginning of September. Awesome, man. Love that. So, so what? So if our listeners want to reach out to you before then, how can they do that? Yeah, sure. So I'm very heavily uh, invested on LinkedIn. So if anybody wants to come LinkedIn, Bennett Schwartz. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Coaching with Bennett, um, as well as my, I have a website, bwschwartz.com. And uh, you could email me at Bennett at bwschwartz.com. And I'd love to uh, see if I can help out in any way. Awesome. We're going to make sure to put that stuff in the show notes. And actually LinkedIn is how we connected. So if you're not connected with Bennett on LinkedIn, go do it right now. Go check him out. His website is absolutely fire as well. So go check that out. Bennett, man, this has been amazing. Really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. Yeah, my pleasure. Looking forward. Thank you so much. Hey, real quick before we get out of here, as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of passive real estate investing. And as a busy W-2 professional working in the oil and gas industry, this type of investing has been a complete game changer for me. It's allowed me to build income streams faster, access private off-market opportunities, and bring stability to my portfolio by investing in hard assets like apartments and self-storage facilities. So if you're looking to learn more about these types of opportunities, I highly suggest you check out Upstream Equity. Whether you work in the oil and gas industry like me 
or you're a busy professional looking to grow your investment portfolio, Upstream Equity is your go-to source for passive real estate investing. They do all the heavy lifting for you, from building strategic relationships with best-in-class operators to finding quality passive income opportunities. Upstream Equity truly makes this a hands-off experience. To find out more, go to upstreaminvestor.com. Once again, that's upstreaminvestor.com.